The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Here it goes. So, it's top of the hour now. So, as I, I said, my name is Shelley. It's on the screen, of course. And uh, I've, uh, I've taught uh, uh, Happy Hour quite a few times before, subbing for, uh, for Nikki or for Diana, and I'm always pleased to do it. And uh, and I'm pleased to do it tonight, as I as I always am. So, um, I've been thinking a lot about uh, the quality of patience lately, and uh, trying to practice it. You know, it's a lovely and uh, and sometimes it's a difficult quality to practice. And I've had a, a kind of a physical challenge that's been going on for several months now. And, uh, and patience has definitely been required. And as I've been looking at it and trying to practice with it, I've really seen how closely connected it, it can be to, uh, to metta. And uh, I know that Nikki spoke a, about patience a few weeks ago, but I think I'll, I'm going to approach it a little bit differently um, than she did. Um, so patience, as probably most of you are aware, is one of the ten paramis or perfections that are um, described in the in the Buddhist texts. And um, th- these are qualities of heart and mind that are, are really useful to us on the path, great supports for us on the path, and they're a very important part of the of the practice in Mahayana Buddhism. Um, they're kind of central in that in that uh, tradition of Buddhism. These beautiful qualities that we develop on the way to becoming fully awake, fully uh, liberated. Kanti is the word for uh, patience in Pali. K-H-A-N-T-I is how it's transliterated. And it's also um, it's also uh, often spoken of, uh, in addition to being uh, spoken of as patience, it's also spoken of as perseverance, forbearance, tolerance, forgiveness. So it has a lot of different flavors. Um, it has a lot of different flavors. But often I think when we talk about patience in our kind of daily, ordinary daily life, we think of it as just sort of enduring what's going on that we would rather not endure. But um, the sense of that word enduring, you know, is often kind of flavored with a kind of aversion. There can be a kind of resistance in it. You know, okay, I'm just going to sit here and wait till this is over. There's a, it's a, there's an aversion to what's going on that's really, uh, really uh, pronounced. I think our mind is tight, constrained, really wishing whatever it was would be over just you know right now, exactly now. And patience isn't like that. It isn't that kind of enduring. Um, it has two basic parts to it, I think. The first is really recognizing and accepting that things are as they are. You know? When we're impatient, there's, there's always, I think, an underlying attitude in the mind that things should be 
different when we're being impatient. I hope I didn't say patient. When we're impatient, there's always this underlying attitude that things should be different than they are, a resistance to the way things are. But, you know, things aren't different. (laughs) At any moment, things just always are just how they are. So in order to be patient, there has to be... um, that awareness and acceptance that this is how things are right now. So we stop waiting for it to change and accept that it's happening. I think that's the first part of it. There's a a common example, I think, uh, that often is spoken of. Um, uh, I am recording. (laughs) Uh, There's a common example of a place where... uh, impatience arises and that is being in line at the grocery store i think that maybe it's probably a universal human um experience uh in you know in all cultures uh, around the world being in line at a store to buy food and having people in front of you um who who are also in line to buy food and you know there might be a long line and you might be thinking that it's wrong that there's a long line, that there another line needs to open up, the management should be on top of this thing, you know, the person in front of, in the very front of the line is taking way too long to write a check or get their payment ready and, you know, their card out or their cash, etc., etc. It's just, we're just resisting what's true, which is that there is a line and it's moving at the pace that it's moving and if we accept it, the truth of that without resistance that's the beginning of being patient and then my my sense is that that acceptance when we really accept this is how it is there's a long line here it's moving slowly something else that is a part of uh of this feeling of true patience begins to arise. There's a kind of warmth and openness. You know, maybe you could say there's a a kindness towards the situation, towards the experience. The flavor maybe of the beginnings of metta arises. And I know that for me personally, um, that if I'm in that situation in the grocery and I recognize impatience arising, that I can usually, almost always, um, move into a war- that warm kind of aspect of patience, that warm feeling, by simply accepting that the line is long and I might be standing here for a while. And when there's no resistance to the conditions, then that warmth seems to just, it just seems to naturally arise. It just seems like it's part of the experience. Um Often then I'll, I'll begin to spontaneously offer phrases of metta to the people around me. You know, we're all going to be standing here. You might as well get used to it, and maybe we could even enjoy it, you know. We just sit stand there and have goodwill for each other. That's kind of enjoyable. Pema Chodron, the uh, uh, Tibetan teacher, American Tibetan teacher, um, uh, has a quote that I think is really relevant to this. It's quote that often comes up for me when I think about practice. Um, <clears throat> the basic inner obstacle is that we don't like the way reality is now and therefore wish it would go away fast. 
But what we learn as practitioners is that nothing ever goes away until it has taught us what we need to know. If we run a hundred miles an hour to the other end of the continent in order to avoid an obstacle, we find the very same obstacle waiting for us when we arrive. And I think, um, I don't think what... uh, Pema is pointing to um, is the particular situation we might be in uh, as the obstacle that we run away from, but rather to the movement in the mind towards running away. That habit of responding to what we find unpleasant or challenging with resistance, with the desire to avoid, with some kind of aversion. So can we let that habit, the habit of not being patient, really. Can we let that habit teach us about the value of patience? Sometimes, of course, I think sometimes we need to be patient with things that are a lot more challenging than, you know, waiting in line at the grocery store or or things like that. We might be suffering from illness or injury or someone we love might be suffering from illness or injury. And we really want things to be different, and hopefully soon. We might be worrying about something going on in the world, you know, war, disaster, climate change, all the things that seem like they really need to change. And patience with these more difficult things, it, it definitely is not a way of saying that these things shouldn't change, that I should just be okay with things as they are. But the 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 way things change i think has to start with patience patience um patience uh in terms of recognizing this is the way things are patience with the more trivial things starts in that way and patience with these big things also has to start with acceptance that whether it's right or wrong for this to be happening, it is how it's happening right now. And in the same way as with the little things, I think when when we truly accept that the, the really big, difficult things are exactly as they are, then that warmth can arise. And there's a caringness in our heart that arises in that warmth. And then if there is a need to respond, and in many cases there is a need to respond to whatever the big thing is, the action that we take in response, it it doesn't arise from our worry or resistance uh, to what's true, but it arises from that warmth, from from a patient place. Excuse me. So I want to be clear, you know, that that practicing patience doesn't mean that we don't make efforts to make things better. It isn't a renunciation of effort to change things uh, that are in our lives, you know, things that need to change in our lives, or things that uh, in the world that need to change. It accepts that things as they are, but that acceptance isn't endorsement or approval. It's an attitude of mind and heart that allows our actions, when we take actions, to come from a place of stability where our 
discernment can operate without being influenced so much by resistance or craving, by defilements. It diminishes reactivity. It diminishes reactivity. And I believe that what arises when reactivity diminishes, reactivity in any kind of area of life, is both a kind of a settledness, you know, more settledness, and also that sense of warmth. And those support um, our own peace of heart, and, and they can also support us in acting good for the world. So, with that introduction, I'd like us to practice um, with sensing into both impatience and patience. And then seeing if that kind of warm quality that I think is part of uh, patience um, can expand into the friendliness, the goodwill that that we know as metta. So it's kind of a little experiment tonight in our in our practice. So if you'd like to assume that uh, your meditation posture. <coughs> taking that, uh, the posture that allows um, a sense of both ease and alertness, that combination that we often um, recommend, encourage. Balanced place <clears throat> with ease and alertness. Just invite ease into your body. Just go through your body, inviting ease in in different areas, beginning with the forehead, the cheeks, the eyes. Let the eyes be soft, the jaws. The throat, and let the uh, let the shoulders relax. Maybe lift them up and let them fall back, and then down, and then. I think that encourages the arms to just to hang loosely at the sides. Let your hands be relaxed wherever they are placed in your lap or on your thighs or on the arms of a chair, wherever they are. And let your chest be open and your belly soft. So the Breath can just move in and out as easily as as it can. And you might just spend a little bit of time with the breath. Letting the rhythm of the in-breath and the out-breath be maybe like the waves in the ocean just breaking on the on the beach 
moving up and then falling back. Just let the breath be like that. Coming and going. And invite ease also into the mind. You might just let your mind follow those waves, waves of the breath, in and out, back and forth. There's no need to rush. There's no need to get anywhere. No need for anything special to happen. Just sitting. Just sitting with as much ease as is accessible right now. Experiencing the waves of the breath and allowing the mind to to relax as much as it can, to let go. invite you to bring to mind a situation when you felt impatience with with someone or something maybe something that happens you know on a daily basis but uh, but try and focus on a specific incident it doesn't have to be anything big you know maybe something like being being in a hurry and waiting at a stoplight, wanting the light to change, or, or that line at the grocery, wanting it to go faster, or you know maybe having a date with a friend who doesn't show up on time, waiting for tech support online, waiting for a slow website to load, just a small, a small thing. Maybe it's right now, just waiting for me to be quiet. Just connect with a sense of impatience that, uh, that you had at, at some particular time. Just feel into that sense of what that feels like. 
what impatience feels like in this situation. It has different flavors at different times. Sometimes there's a sense of waiting, an unpleasant sense of waiting, or a sense of wanting to get away, or a sense that something's wrong in the situation. What, what flavor of impatience is there in this particular situation, the one you brought to mind? What's it feel like? Is the mind tight or loose? Is it constrained? If there's tightness, just feel into that. You know, what, what's the flavor of that tightness? Is there a kind of no in it? A kind of rejection? Impatience is a kind of aversion. An aversion always holds experience at arm's length. So I invite you to to open fully, if you can, to the feeling of impatience, to not hold it at arm's length, to be interested in it, curious. What is it like? Impatience, it it thinks it's helping us get through life. It's one of the ways the mind tries to help us get through life. But when we look at it, you know, actually it's making life a little less easy, a little more stressful. See if you can make uh, enough space in the mind to to hold the feeling of impatience with a, a attentiveness, with a with interest. This interest is not aversive. Interest has a, a warmth in it. What's it like?
Now you can let that situation go. Just let it dissolve, fall back away from your attention. And instead, see if you can bring to mind a time when you felt patience in a situation. Maybe letting go of wanting something to happen faster. Like that web page loading or tech support responding. Maybe being in the that same grocery line and maybe letting someone go ahead of you who only had a few items to buy when when you had a cart full of of things. Something simple again. But this time instead of instead of feeling impatient, you were patient. And connect with the, the sense of how that felt. And if you can't think of a specific instance, um, you might uh, imagine uh, such a situation that maybe that common occurrence of being in the grocery line and 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 imagining a person behind you with just two or three things when you have a cart full and. And what does it feel like to just say, oh, why don't you go ahead? Why don't you go ahead of me? What happens in your heart, in your mind, when you practice that kind of patience? Whether you're thinking of an instance from your life or that scenario I just suggested, what does it feel like, that felt sense of, of being patient? I invite you to just bask a little bit in that feeling of patience that's evident for you there. Just let yourself feel the ease of letting go of wanting something to be different. A sense of not being in a hurry the ease of not trying to get away from something. No need to hurry. Nothing to avoid. 
from that that place of patience begin to offer metta to the the other people in the situation that you thought of the person that you let go ahead of you in that scenario that I that I suggested or or whoever was involved in the that situation from your own life where you were patient. So offer that person metta or people. May you find ease and happiness. May you be safe in your life. May you find ease and happiness. May you be safe in your life. And now, uh, if you'd like, you can begin to offer metta to yourself. Maybe recall the situation where you were impatient and offer metta to that, that version of you who suffered from impatience. Or maybe just you as you are right now. May I be patient with myself. May I be kind to myself. May I have ease and joy in my life. May I be patient with myself. May I be kind to myself. May I have ease and joy in my life.
Now we can uh, expand our metta wishes to include everyone here in a happy hour tonight. May we all be patient with ourselves. May we be patient with each other. May we have ease and joy in our lives. May we all be patient with ourselves. May we be patient with each other. May we be patient with the conditions of our lives. May we have ease and joy. We can expand our wishes to include everyone, everywhere, all beings. May all beings feel at ease. May they all, may we all, be free of impatience. May all beings be filled with loving kindness.
May all beings everywhere be patient with themselves. May they be patient with others. May we all be patient with the conditions of our lives. May all beings feel at ease. May all beings be free of impatience. May we all be filled with loving kindness. May all beings everywhere be patient with themselves. May they be patient with others. May they be patient with the conditions of their lives. So uh, I'm going to put you into breakout groups, but for, before I do, I'd I'd like to um, hear uh, if anyone has any uh, comments about uh, about the practice, any perceptions, anything you'd like to share with the group. 
can raise your Zoom hand will be helpful because there are two screens. I can't see everybody. So, if you have anything. Yeah, I've got my hand raised, but I think you can't see it because it's the same color as my background. Oh, <laughs> is that Christine? <laughs> yeah. So um, what I realized when you were speaking at the beginning and in the um, guidance is that I have a lot of patience for stoplights and lines at the grocery store. And where I don't have patience is with um, the chaos in my own mind. Uh, and, uh-huh. um, when I'm trying to meditate, I have very little patience uh-huh. for my inability to stay. Uh-huh. I wonder if that sounds familiar to other people. I wonder. You could nod or raise your hand. Yeah, I think... I think uh, uh, that's probably something that a lot of people feel that, um, and I and what it requires then is a little bit of compassion, maybe you know, some self-compassion. Just uh, um, nothing has to happen in meditation, you know. So just taking care of uh, our attention in a kind way, you know, just. Okay, my mind is kind of wants to go off now. Okay, now I'm going to bring it back. You know, just with that that sense of that sense of kindness that's part of patience. I think um, when we can just it's a, it takes an effort. I think to to uh, develop patience. It's you know another one of the paramis that's kind of related to it is uh, aditana determination or resolve. And so we kind of have to make the effort to be to bring that patience into our into our meditation practice. I think, yeah, I'm sure people can relate to that. It is. I think it's often easier to be patient with others than it is with ourselves. <laughs> we have a tendency to be hard on ourselves. Anybody else have anything before we go into the? The groups, and what I'd like you to do is just talk about how the practice was for you, and and where patience and impatience comes up in in your life. You know where you find it easy to be patient, and where where impatience is more likely to arise. And just you know what's maybe what's needed in order to have more patience, because it is a form of kindness to ourselves too. Okay, I'm gonna put you in rooms now let's see I've uh, I've created let's see how many rooms are there there are eight rooms maybe I'll yeah I'm going to make eight rooms and then uh, might have to consolidate some if people if people move out <laughs> so you'll have uh, 12 minutes <laughs> <laughs>